morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, December 10th, 2018. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Bill Bank-Green. Bank, we're going to talk some recruiting. We're going to talk uh, a little bit about the you know, Ryan Day promotion to head coach and just a little bit about Ryan Day as a recruiter. But let's start with just some of these uh, 2019 recruits that everybody wants to know about. We'll start right at the top. Zach Harrison, you've been steadfast. You think he's going to be a Buckeye. Um, just give the listeners some insight. You know, there's there's some talk that Ryan Day taking over Urban Meyer might actually help the Zach Harrison situation. Just give the uh, the listeners some insight on the Zach Harrison situation, where you think he's going to end up. Yeah, I've, I've stuck with Ohio State all the way, and that's that's in pencil, you know, not in pen. But I don't know. I've just never, I've never heard anything, and I've never been told anything that makes me think he's done to Michigan, like everybody thinks. I know there's the, you know, the tidal wave of crystal ball picks to Michigan, and I didn't join in that. You know, either I'm the last guy to know the secret, or I, I don't know. I just feel. I've always felt it was neutral all the way. I think the visit he took to Ohio State a couple of days before the Michigan game, Ohio State felt really good about that. He came on his own. They didn't beg him. They didn't kidnap him. Um, and everything seemed to go well that day. And then, you know, you follow that up three days later, you know, they beat the dog crap out of Michigan. And I think that had an effect on Zach. And I'm a guy that normally will say, as a rule, that one game, never really means all that much in recruiting, but in this case, I think it did. And I think just from what I'm hearing is there could be just a little bit of embarrassment or reservation or just enough to make him think, you know, is Michigan a national player or is Michigan fighting to be third in the Big Ten East? And where are they going to be going forward? You know, and I think that created a lot of doubt for Zach. And then, like I said, with the Urban Meyer, Ryan Day handoff, you've got the Harbaugh rumors. I don't think it means that much to Zach. I don't think head coach is going to play that big a part in this thing for Zach. I think it's more the the assistant coaches that he has the relationships with. And he has a great relationship with Michigan with Al Washington. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Al Washington has put them in this game. But I just think Larry Johnson, tried and true, you know, stay the course, the old steady hand here. I just am not going to bet against him on this one. And now the only thing would be if Zach is just – if his heart is set on getting away from home, and I've seen recruits like this that, I mean, they they don't want to stay close to mom and dad. If his heart is dead set on not being 15 minutes from home, then there's probably not much Ohio State can do. I haven't been told this yet, but – you know, like I say, I'm, I don't think anybody knows. I don't know that Zach knows this morning as, as he gets out of bed and goes to school. I don't know that he knows what school he's going to pick. But I'm sticking with Ohio State, and I'm sticking with Larry Johnson. I pull this one out for the Buckeyes, and, and we'll see where it ends up. And Harry Miller, I know you're, uh, you know, your forte is Ohio with a lot of Florida mixed in, but you follow every kid nationally, too. I know, I know you do. But Harry Miller, obviously, has been committed to Ohio State for a long time, number two center in the entire country, kid out of Georgia. What are you hearing about Harry Miller? you think he's going to stick with the Buckeyes? You know, I do. Um, his mother's made some very pro-Ohio State statements. The only thing that would cause a little, you know, trepidation would be, I haven't heard anything from him yet about how he feels 
Um, and when the relationship is so strong between, like, mother and recruit, like it was in that one, that was an Urban Meyer special there, much like Paris Johnson was pretty much Monica Johnson and Urban kind of locked that thing down. You hate to see that. You'd rather see the relationship be position coach and recruit. So that would be the only thing. Now, I know the uh, Harry Miller has a teammate committed to Florida, and I know the Gator staff kind of thought maybe there's a sliver of an opening here. They weren't all that confident, believe me, but they thought maybe we can jump in here and take a shot. So I would place that window at, you know, like 1%, you know. So I, I think Harry Miller is going to sign with Ohio State. And the thing I think everybody's missing is this next signing date is nine days away. Okay, people still have it in right. their mind that uh, February, you know, no, no, it's nine days away. And nobody has to sign in nine days, but the guys that don't sign in nine days, in my mind, are total free agents and totally, I don't care if you're committed, if you don't sign in nine days, you're not committed. That's on paper only. So we'll see with Harry Miller. I, I think he's going to sign with Ohio State. And same deal with Jordan Battle. Um, do you think Jordan Battle is going to stick with the Buckeyes? Well, that's a tough one. That's been a just a coin flip since Alabama kind of dug their dug their heels into this one. And, and this was going to be a coin flip, even with Urban Meyer. You know, they were kind of you know they had some issues there, even with Urban, because he could never assure them, and rightfully so, that he was going to be there. Well, then when the when the decision came out that he's leaving, everyone assumed that would be, you know, that would be the death knell for Jordan Battle, and he would go to Alabama. But I think the clarity there really helped in this case. Now they know. They know exactly what they're dealing with. And in recruiting, for the parents and the recruits, they hate uncertainty. They hate it. Now they know. They know it's Ryan Day. He hasn't been down there yet for his home visit. But I'll tell you, something happened last week on the home visit you know, it, it was brilliant the way they did it, and I don't know if they did it on purpose. I'm going to give them credit that they did. But Alex Grinch and Taper Johnson both sat down with Jordan, and they each took their position, safety and corner, and they detailed how Jordan fits. You know, Taper's like, this is how you fit with me on the corner, and Grinch was like, well, this is what you're going to do if, if you end up playing safety. And it was brilliant the way they presented that. It, it really helped. I mean, and that may have that may have won the deal here. Even without Ryan Day, has not even been there yet. So, when he makes his in home this week, my feeling is he's coming there to protect the lead, rather than going there, you know, down five nothing in the ninth inning and you need a grand slam and a two run shot, you know. So, um, I think they're in good shape for Jordan Battle, and I think as long as Ryan Day doesn't, you know, doesn't totally blow it on the in home, and this guy's a great recruiter, he's not going to blow it on the in home. I think they're going to get Jordan Battle. It's close. It's tight. You know, you never want to go against Nick Saban in these deals. You'd rather be going against someone else. But I think Ohio State's going to get Jordan Battle. And the last two kids will ask you about commitments, and then we'll, we'll move on to non-commitments, or at least kids that aren't committed to Ohio State that maybe Ohio State will flip. But everybody wants to know about Kate Stover, uh, Doug Nestor. I, re- I read what you wrote. I mean, I'm not going to take the words out of your mouth. Just tell the listeners about you know what you're hearing about Kate Stover and Doug Nestor. Yeah, with Kate, I've, I've known him so long, and this is a country boy, you know. One day he couldn't do an interview because he and his dad were delivering a calf. Um, yesterday I talked to him. He did the interview 
from a tractor. He was working. You know, Love this it. is not a slick diva recruit Nick who knows how to play the game and knows how to play the reporters. That's not this kid, okay? So I take him at his word where some of these recruits, everything they say, you know, I don't believe one word of it and because they know what they're doing and they know, how, they know how to play the game. This kid doesn't care about the game. So I take him at his word. He has a great relationship with Billy Davis. And Ryan Day and Bill Davis were there last night, and I think whatever doubt might have been in Cade's mind, he reads the Internet. He sees that, you know, everybody wants Bill Davis fired. Well, I can tell you that kid doesn't want Bill Davis fired. And this is going to be a tricky tricky issue for Ohio State. And, I mean, the typical way to play it and the way every school in America would play it is you tell Cade Stover that no decisions will be made on personnel. We still have a game to play. We're trying to win this Rose Bowl. This is a big game. Ryan Day's first job, you know, all the all, all and on. You tell him no decisions are going to be made until after that game. And then, you know, hopefully he signs in nine days, and then you deal with what you have to deal with, you know, after the Rose Bowl. Now, Cade could wait them out, not sign in nine days, and wait till early February. And by then, I would think the coaching staff would be settled. He can do that. That is well within his right. So, We'll see what happens. My feeling is that, you know, Ryan Day showing up to home last night. Kate doesn't really know Ryan that well, you know. So I, I think everything's going to be fine there. I think he's going to sign in nine days. And then you, you kind of see what happens with his coaching staff going forward. I mean, to me, it, it, it's, it's, it's impossible for me to see this whole group coming together for one more run next year. I don't see that. Don't have any insight on this, but, boy, I just don't think they bring the whole band to get back next year as the way it stands now. No, I know it'll be tough for Ryan Day, but, you know, as you said in your piece, I mean, this is why he's now the head man. This is why he's getting paid the big bucks is to make decisions like this. And I, I just, you know, Bill Davis is a nice guy. I've talked to him. Like, he, he's a generous guy with his time. He, he seems like a genuinely nice guy. I, I just – Right. Being said, I think Ohio right. State needs. I think Ohio State needs to move on from him, and hopefully, Kate Stover. I think it helps a lot, as, as you know, that Kate's an Ohio kid, and I love the story about um, he had to. <laughs> he was delivering a calf, so he had to call off a, uh, a recruiting meeting. That that is awesome, right there. Um, but so I, you know, I feel good about that. But you know, at least Kate's staying with Ohio State. But I feel like even if they get rid of Bill Davis, but I do feel like they got to get rid of Bill Davis, though, Bank. And I don't think this will happen in the next nine days. And no. you're not going to tell no, them. No, I agree. And you would not tell this kid, hey, we are going to fire Bill Davis after the bowl game. Don't say anything to anyone. They're not going to do that. I mean, that's just not how it's done. You know, you, you, the answer would be we're going to look at all personnel, everyone. We're going to look at top, uh, from top to bottom of this organization after the bowl game. Our season's not over yet. After the season is when you make evaluations. And that's what you tell them. You let the cards fall where they fall. And then Nick Broker, uh, a name that's busted on the scene recently, obviously committed to Ole Miss, kid from Springfield, Illinois, visiting Ohio State this coming weekend, I believe, on on an official visit. What do you think is going to end up happening with Nick Broker? Well, if it was any other position group, I would say with one million percent certainty he's going to flip to Ohio State. I mean, he was at Ole Miss uh, Friday, Saturday on his official visit there. He's committed to Ole Miss. Um, 
conventional wisdom tells you that Ole Miss told that kid, hey, call the airport and cancel that trip to Ohio State right now. You're staying with us. We love you. You love us. No reason to take that visit. You're signing with us in nine days. You know, glad you're not going to Ohio State. So we'll even call the airport and cancel that trip for you. That did not happen. He left 48 hours with his committed school and headed right to another school. Well, in recruiting, that's usually game over for the committed school. In this case, because it's he's an offensive lineman and the way offensive line recruiting is going, um, you know, I've got Broker flipping to Ohio State. But, you know, with a little trepidation there, if, if he was a linebacker, DN, quarterback, running back, I'd say it's done. I mean, Ohio State has made a living in this instance, you know, in the past five or six years. It's an automatic. Well, because it's O-line, nothing's automatic anymore. I mean, this is a year where you see, you know, multiple in-state O-linemen with Ohio State offers saying no thanks. So now you're trying to flip a kid from Illinois. He is a Midwest kid. He's not a kid from the South. This should be a slam dunk for Ohio State. And, and I think it, I think they're going to get him. But, you know, a little bit of, little bit of trepidation and concern there. And Kavon Butler, first of all, is it, I don't know. I love knowing exactly how to pronounce names. Is it Kavon or Kavon Butler? Then I'll ask you the other question. I've always called him. I've always called him Kavon. Um, he's six three two ninety. He hasn't forcefully changed that for me. Um, so I was calling Kavon. So you know, okay, cool. You would know. So Kavon, Kavon Butler. A couple of years. Yeah, that's where I'm going with. And then. Like I say, next time I see him and he grabs me around the throat and says, you've been saying my name wrong for two years, then I'll know I messed up. But, um, yeah, what I think is going on there, I think there's some they, – they, uh, well, he took his official visit a couple weeks ago. And what they told him coming out of that visit was, okay, go ahead, take all your visits. Take your time with this. Don't rush into anything. You know, and that's normally what, not what they tell people. There's some academic issues here, but – I'm being told from people in the school that that is all being cleared up. The ACT score is good. The GPA now has been raised. I think everything's good there. I think they're kind of waiting to see just what happens with Devon Ellis, um, Harrison Hunt. I mean, they've got some other ones there, and I think they know they can get Kayvon. Whenever they they turn that light from red to green, I think they're going to get him. So – you know, barring a miracle where they get the other two D tackles and there wouldn't be room, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, Kayvon Butler will be in this class, but I think they're kind of kind of holding him off a little bit right now. All right, now, just completely switching gears, and um, you can we'll get like more into like him as a recruiter in a second. But Ryan Day taking the job as head coach, um, what are you, I mean? What were your initial thoughts? Have they changed just him being promoted to head coach without them doing a national search? Well, I got it. Um, the program has been amazing, you know, the the past uh, under Urban. It, it has been, you know, you look at that record and it's either 82 wins or 85 wins, nine losses, and it's, it's unbelievable. So the, the recruiting has been great. Um, so the thought process, I think, between the Ohio State Brain Trust was let's try to keep as much as we can keep as it is today. That's what we want to do. We want continuity, and how do we achieve that? 
Well, it, it's not by bringing in Matt Campbell, who brings in a total different philosophy, a different scheme, a different uh, group of assistants. Everything would change. And so I, I think at this time, it was just a straight handoff from Urban to Ryan Day, and you keep everything at Ohio State the way it is last week, two weeks ago. You keep everything as much as possible the same. So I get where they were coming from. It's a gamble. I mean, it's a little bit of a risk there. But, you know, aside from Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney, and they're not coming to Ohio State. Aside from them, I don't know who the slam dunk hire is. You know, I mean, there's a little bit of risk with everyone. And in this case, I think just continuity won out over going to get the the hot young guy. And I get it. I get where they're coming from. And I think Ryan Day is ready to be a head coach. Now, is he ready for this, for the big chair at Ohio State? We're going to find out. I mean, that's a leap from having never done it before. And I've seen 20-year assistant coaches who've learned under the best, and they crumble when they get the big chair. So we'll see. Um, I understand why they did it totally. Um, I think it, you know, I think it probably was the right move. We're not going to know that for you know, when we have this conversation two years from today, we're going to know a lot more. But I'm pretty optimistic about Ryan, to tell you the truth. I think I think his time has come to be a head coach. And, you know, whether it's Bowling Green, Virginia Tech, you know, it's going to be Ohio State. He was trained by, you know, a micromanager, a detail-oriented guy. So, you know, I'm excited for him. He is a really good guy. Ryan Day is a really good guy. And, you know, you like to see people like this succeed. Very well said, and I'm on board with this um, 100%. Now, I hope this is not just me talking myself into it because just to let everybody behind the curtain here um, of how, how wishy-washy I am, I'll admit I said, listen, if Ryan Day's the guy, that's fine, but you got to conduct a national search. That's why I was saying, like, when this all started, to, there was rumors out there, let's just say they're true, and it ended up being true. That they're you know at least positioning him to be the guy to take over for Urban Meyer. That's fine, but make sure you you leave no stone uncovered. Um, they didn't do that. And if you believe Gene Smith, he kind of did, but he didn't have any formal interviews. I don't but I, that, no. yeah, that I think that's just him trying to save face right there. They, yeah. they Ryan yeah. Day was the guy. But you make a great point, and I've said this as well. If you lose, if you bring in Matt Campbell, who I, I like and you like as well, then you lose Mark Pantone, then you lose Mickey Murray, who are the best at what they do in the country. And, you know, and I do believe Ryan Day has the it factor. So I hope this is not just my, me talking myself into it, but I agree with you that, you know, I'm on, on board with Ryan Day taking over this program. I think he'll do well. Uh, before I let you go, I know we're going long here. As a recruiter, I know it's so early, but what do you anticipate? What kind of recruiter is Ryan Day? Just uh, what do the listeners need to know about Ryan Day, the recruiter? Well, he did really well his two years, you know, in, in his previous role as an assistant coach. He was a darn good recruiter. People really like him, and that's like half the battle in recruiting. You know, if you can get people to like you right off the jump, and then the proof is going to be in the pudding. And so far, there has not been a mass exodus. You know, there are a couple of those juniors that have decommitted. I think they can get both of them back. You know, I'm not sure I would want one. One I probably would want back. But, but, but you know, you didn't lose Harry Miller automatically. Uh, you didn't get eliminated by Jordan Battle. You didn't see Zach Harrison commit to Michigan right on the spot. So I think Ohio State really achieved what they wanted to achieve in the continuity. Nothing's really changed in recruiting from 
three weeks ago when Urban was still the head coach. So, you know, Ryan Day is a good recruiter, and, you know, I, I think he's going to be a good face of the program. You know, at the end of the day, this is about winning. You know, and that's – we're a long way from knowing how he's going to do in that aspect. But, you know, when you get to – when the rubber meets the road, your one-loss record will determine, you know, all this nice – he's a nice guy and he's ready and he's an offensive mind and he's a great – all that goes out the window when you pop out a few eight and fours and seven and fives, and then all that goodwill is gone. So what we've seen from Ryan from his first day at Ohio State to today, extremely positive. But, you know, you got to look at that one loss record after a couple of years, and then you'll know how positive things are. This was a solid edition of the Bucknuts Morning 5 times 4 and then some. Um, great stuff from Bill Bank Green. Uh, yeah, he, Bill it posts his – his bank blog, a few times a week. It is must-read material, so make sure you become a Bucknut subscriber if you're not already. The bank blog is must-read material. Appreciate your time on the Morning 5 here, Bank. I appreciate all the listeners out there for tuning in. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. (laughs) 